1: Morning Video Games. Welcome to Filthy Casuals, a podcast about video games hosted by three very kind and extremely knowledgeable boys. Thank you very much for joining us. My name is Tommy Dasilo, and with me once again as always...
2: It's Ben Vanell here, Tommy. I'm gonna rush through the intro this time because I'm afraid that my internet or whatever happened before might cut out again. It's Adam Knox
0: also on the show. Hi, Adam. Yeah, we're rushing the whole episode. This is our second take. <laughs> we're gonna do this as quickly as possible. If anyone's listening on two times speed, I apologize, but it's gonna be naturally two times speed anyway. My uh, doorbell rang before as well yep. uh, because I've got illegal visitors. Oh, I mean, a package coming around. So, <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, we had a hot two. We had a hot two minutes on tape, and mm. then Zoom just absolutely shit itself. So that one. Is gone forever, guys. But if you sign up to the Patreon, we are going to be dropping that <laughs> two-minute uh, snippet no, on the one hundred dollar, <laughs> no, <not>. the one hundred dollar <laughs> no, tier. Not. So if you pay us one hundred dollars <laughs> yeah. for this yeah, one, you can hear Adam get a package. <laughs> then you can hear all of us going. Uh, hello. You guys uh, both <laughs> rose You know hello? what? Let's just yeah. let's just start again.
0: <laughs> I guess is it is false false advertising? It's
1: kind of um,
2: it's kind of cool to get a peek into the mind of Adam Knox. You'll get to hear what his doorbell sounds like
0: if you if you join that tier. Yep. Yeah. It's a very exclusive. Way sneak too peek. loud and yeah yeah the official fucking what was his name? Jo- Jimmy. Oh that's yeah Jimmy. yeah Jimmy the doorbell wow oh, that's a Jimmy deep cut. Jimmy the doorbell
1: yeah. yeah. I can't even remember what that was in reference to, mm, other man, than obviously neither. being a doorbell. <laughs> I think it
2: was us inventing a stupid video game character, like the dumbest one of all, like but worse than Bubsy, was Jimmy the doorbell.
1: Oh, yeah. I
2: think that might have guess yeah. that would be bad. That sounds about right. Yeah. That, that sounds,
0: sounds like right. a, something that you say three years ago and three years old would be like, hmm, maybe... Mm-hmm. Three years ago, I was a fucking idiot, but that'll never happen again. And then in three more years from now, I'll listen to this and be like, you dipshit fucking hell. Why didn't you guys prepare something for the
2: podcast you do every single week that people love? But,
0: uh... Well, I'll have forgotten in the future, though, that we were working on our PAX thing. Mm. Yes. Mm Mm-hmm.
1: Yep. Uh... We are doing a presentation for Pax. Pax is all online this year, obviously, as is everything. Uh, it's free to watch. Um, it is our bit is happening on the sixteenth of September at ten thirty PM Melbourne no, Australia Pacific time. time. Pacific no, time. Pacific no, time in the sorry, US. 10, right? It's like right. three PM here PM. or something. Yeah, Pacific time uh, in the US. So look up and adjust uh, for wherever you are. On Pax Three mm. is the channel that we are on. Um, yeah, we've got a. Uh, we finished it. We've sent it off. We've pre-recorded a thing. Um, it's something. It's something a bit different and also something a bit familiar in the same package. It's a bunch of. Um, it's a bunch of sketches and stuff that we've mm-hmm. done that uh, I think personally I think came out great. And then we did like a new um, uh, band camp style premium episode, uh the video of which you'll see half an hour of, and then we are gonna be putting that full thing up on the band camp after that presentation has happened. So tune and that, in and uh That'll yeah. be another
0: one of the it's it's free to listen to but you can pay what you want if you like once. Mm. Yep. So technically yep. not premium. <coughs> True. It's just premium, on band I, th- I think means <laughs> Yeah yeah, 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 yeah.
1: Yeah, well, yeah. yeah.
0: I've shown... I don't want to... Again, my whole thing today is going to be anti-false advertising. So if any of you say anything <laughs> that seems as though... Well... Yeah? Y- you're going very much
2: against the it's grain a- of the gaming uh, industry then, Knox, That's... Uh... That's me.
1: <laughs> Mr. Negative. Yeah. <laughs> It's going to be up to you if it's premium or not Like if you pay, you can pay what you want True. So, you know, True. you could pay You could pay us $1,000 for it And mm. then it's the most premium thing that we've ever done <laughs> In your eye, to one, to that one person mm. It'll be ultra premium But that's so, a tip
0: Like if you mm, it, okay. it, If you go to a restaurant And you tip a waiter $1 million mm. Do you now have right. a premium right. waiter? Yes I, mean, I, guess, I uh, guess a person
2: can't yes. be premium <laughs> The experience would be yeah, if you go... It must be,
0: right? It's a, it's a, it's a go, reverse cause and effect. No, because if you just go to McDonald's but you give them $1,000, you yeah. don't suddenly have a golden crusted fillet of fish.
2: Well, I'm assuming that you've done that because you had a premium experience. You'd have to be a complete no, fucking idiot to donate it, a, <laughs> a million dollars via a tip for a shit
0: experience. Well, you're doing it beforehand, though, is the point. It's, it's happening prior to you knowing oh, whether yeah. you're going to get yeah. a premium quality experience. Mm, true. No. Anyway, right. not to put people off of it. It is good. But <laughs> I, That's the thing. <laughs> I'm not <laughs> saying I'm g- you're happy not the to McDonald's guarantee. of podcasting. <laughs> I'm happy to guarantee it is a premium uh, quality experience, but you can pay what you want. Uh, exactly. It's uh, It's What's the what's the advertising word they use for bargain when they don't want to make it sound cheap? Affordable?
1: Uh, uh, value? Yeah. Mm. Mm. I guess value? they don't do um, it they, they jack
0: the prices up artificially Because they fucking mm. want you to think That it's worth the price, mm-hmm. right That's the whole thing mm-hmm. with um, Cars, certain types of luxury car Yeah, yeah Rugs, you see it a lot in cards. rug
2: shops, right Every rug shop there's a sale on But the prices are always mm. 20% higher Than they would have been anyway That's our podcast <laughs>
1: Yeah, right Yeah, yeah <laughs> <laughs> I do love the idea of like Trying to boast to people and go Went out for a pretty fancy meal last <laughs> night Like dropped a pretty penny Like, oh, where'd you go? Like Attica, Flower Drum Nah, went to Macca's And just slipped the guy behind the <laughs> counter a few hundred bucks <laughs> Yep,
0: yeah, pretty wow.
1: Really treating the missus last premium. night Really took her out <laughs> for an expensive meal For that money though <laughs> I convinced him
0: to call a fillet official lobster roll Ooh
1: <laughs> but yeah so tune in and check that out because uh, yeah the uh you will be able to get it eventually on bandcamp but it's the the world premiere of it will be on uh the Pax channel and uh yeah we put a fair bit of work mm. into it and uh, it looks great so tune in uh, it looks, it looks it live, great for be able to being able to, yeah
0: for being able to film it like at home alone with no equipment because even deliveries aren't happening right now I'm pretty pretty happy with yeah. Yeah, look yeah. It. I've showed it yeah. to two. If we have filmed it in our normal two people, uh, our normal lighting and rigging warehouse. I've showed
2: it f- to two non gamers who who laughed at all of the sketches. So I think that holds up pretty strongly as just actual comedy. But yeah, obviously there's a bunch in there for for filth and for for casual gamers as well. I think it's it's yeah. I don't know. I can't imagine it being much better, considering it's all like takeoffs of. Um, stuff that's filmed at desks anyway. <laughs> it's I think it's it's good shit.
1: Yeah. Yeah. And uh yeah, so check yeah, check that out. Uh, let us know what you think, unless you don't like it, <laughs> yes. because our none of our <laughs> mental health could no. withstand getting any kind of negative yeah. feedback on our art at the yeah, moment. True. So hey, I you're sp- entitled to your opinion, but keep it to yourself. <laughs>
0: <Sure>. <laughs> any form of like conflict or negativity at the moment. I had a spider in my house the other day, and that's not technically conflict, <laughs> but it is like a bit of a you know, it's a it's, it's a, a fight. threat. <laughs> yeah. It was on my it was on my pillow. As well I found the spider Because I lay down On my pillow Which was on my couch At the time I've been bringing A pillow to my couch To have a lie down Mm -hmm. And watch TV Mm -hmm. If that's a fucking crime Then I guess Put me in maximum security Where I feel safe And happy Because I'm used To that experience now I'm not saying That (laughs) lockdown is like prison If you've been to prison It's probably harder I don't know But Point is I lay down on the pillow And this fucking spider Started moving Out of the corner of my eye Uh, Like that's where I saw it from It didn't crawl out of my eye And Mm. it fucking scared the shit out of me And then it was about an hour and a half Of working up the courage to like Pick up the pillow and take it outside Not an hour and a half, it was probably six minutes (laughs) But yeah, yeah
1: You're such a beta, dude
2: (laughs) Just take it to Macca's And buy it a hundred dollar fillet of fish And I'm sure it'll suck you off later
0: Oh, that's what I'm afraid of though (laughs) 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 <laughs> <laughs> I fucking hate spiders. It's my it's my one proper fucking fear. Really? Yeah. I can I like and I don't freak out or anything. I just tend to like get real real I I don't like them, but I deal with it. When I say an hour and a half it was like 6 minutes and me going like, "Ah oh, fuck <laughs> you spider." And that sort of stuff. I took the pillow outside. I have
1: no slept there. (laughs) I have no big fear of spiders, which is probably like the wrong way for a brain to function. Like, Mm. if I'm with people and we see one, and like people I'm with like freak out and like go to the other side of the room, like I'm always the one who's like, yeah, I don't give a fuck. I'll, I'll, you know, I'll get in there and get rid of it. Which is, which is, definite. Like, you have those fears in your brain for protection Mm. and self-preservation. It's like you know, it's like you're meant to run away from this thing because it could you know, kill you or like severely uh, harm you. Mm. But yeah, I'm just, I'm just missing the part of the brain that, that, um, that has those kinds of
0: instincts. And some other parts as well. <laughs> I don't have it with snakes. Yeah, exactly. A lot of people get real scared of snakes and I'm not, I don't give a shit about them.
1: Mm. Mm. Tell you what, I'm not afraid of though, mm. chatting about video <laughs> games on really? a podcast with my it's boys. Starting to feel that way.
0: <laughs> 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 I'm not afraid of doing it for maybe about 20, 25 minutes yeah. this week, but for the rest, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, there's not much going
2: on. Like, there's a few minor developments in stories that we've already talked probably like to death in previous episodes. There's games mm. coming out soon. Like I've played a demo of mm-hmm. of Tony Hawk that we'll be talking about next week. Um, the Avengers game dropped. Is that true? Is it actually out? No, it's
0: on Friday. Maybe it has one of those weird pre order things where, like, uh, you technically yeah. get it a couple of days early if you buy the super right. deluxe edition. Yeah, or whatever. yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah, but, but uh, I played
1: that demo too. Ben feels great. Feels smooth. Mm. Uh, you don't really do anything in the demo, but um, just basically getting getting a handle on the physics and how smooth it all feels. Mm. Uh, I'm fucking pumped for that yeah. game. I can't think of a style of game that I would rather play more at the totally. moment than just a very like snappy challenge based like racking up scores. Yep. Yeah, I am so fucking down to to hit the pavement. Mm.
0: As someone who went back and played those original Tony Hawk games. Within the last, like let's say five-ish years, I'm I'm still going to play it, and I want to see how they've done it. But like, it from what I've seen of it, it really does look like a straight up in the same way that the Crash Bandicoot ones and stuff were, just a remake. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So whether or not it'll appeal that much to me, it does have some of the extra moves and stuff from future games in it, which might be interesting. And it looks nice, obviously, Mm -hmm. and it's very impressive that they have, as you say, made it feel so similar. When it's a ground-up remake, like it's not even the thing where they're running the game underneath it to make it feel the same. It's they've just made a new game but copied it, which is pretty cool. Yeah,
1: that was yeah, that was the biggest challenge, right? Getting the feel exactly right, and that classic thing that um, we talk about a lot with uh, remakes and remasters and stuff is like, yeah, it needs to it needs to feel how you remember Mm. it feeling, not not like the same. It needs to recreate like the experience in. In in your head, um, even is, with uh, with Tony Hawk, to
0: though, like it's so much muscle memory. If you played those older ones, like right. it's so burned into your, you know, whatever part of the brain you do have, that you. Mm. Uh, yeah, if you get it like slightly wrong, you're really going to pick up on it. So I'm I'm looking forward to playing that.
2: Yeah, I'm I'm
1: uh, yeah. See, I only ever played those games a- uh, around at friends' houses and stuff. Oh, I never really? had PlayStations growing up. Oh, yeah, so I, I you know, I I'm familiar enough with them, but it was like go around to a friend's house, swap the controller around. So I never really had a copy of of my own to just kind of like really sink into and try and do everything. So They were all um, on Nintendo yeah, consoles I'm, as well though. Yeah, I just I, yeah, I never I never got them. I had the um Game Boy Advance uh, version of Tony Hawk 2, which was like isometric, top-down. Oh, yeah. Those were
0: fucking re- cool. Like,
1: fucking sick. Mm. Yeah, yeah, they did a... It was amazing that that worked as well as it did for being so, like, stripped back.
0: Yeah. The little Game Boy Advance versions of, like, the Tony Hawk music be like... That was cool. <laughs> yeah,
2: I these were games well, yeah, that I, of, uh, I uh, did own. Uh, both of the first two... And, yeah, it's definitely in the muscle memory. I, I, I got some good scores on this two-minute demo, but, like, these were, I guess, I think, because they're not a story game, I don't remember them as having, like, a big place in my personal pantheon of games, but there's a good chance that I played Tony Hawk 2 more than any other game. Like, more than mm. more than Final Fantasy VII, even though I've played it, you know, once a year. Like, this is these were games that I put... Fucking hundreds and hundreds of hours in. And I, I think, yeah, like you said before, Tommy, it's the perfect game for right now. It's a it's a perfect game to sink time into. Because for me, it'll also be a game where I'm like, listen to a podcast or, you know, got some like a football match yeah. on in the corner. I cannot wait to play this game. I'm so excited for it. I played the H, it was, it was just called like Tony Hawk Pro Skater HD, wasn't it? And it was like on the PS3 maybe, is that right?
0: They did they this is the second remake of one and two that they've done. Yeah. And that first one I don't oh, wow. think was received very well. I don't I don't remember ever playing it, but I don't think it was received very well because yeah. it failed exactly the things we we're talking about, where they it didn't feel right. And uh I yeah, I don't think it was um they nailed that one.
2: I I, I did play it and I liked it fine. Um, but maybe maybe Yeah, I I I definitely think I was not In the critical consensus there, you're right. Like, I remember it getting a bit of flack for feeling a little, like, stodgy and clunky or something, like a little slow. But, again, I played heaps of that one as well because I just love the kind of game so much. It's like that a miniature loop version of sports games and sports games themselves are so addictive. So, yeah, I'm I'm so excited. (laughs) It's, like, the most anticipated game now. Up there with Cyberpunk, probably.
1: Yeah. And anything with, like, a time limit mm. where, y- you know, you just run out before you got to that thing. It's like, yeah, it's like an arcade game almost. Yeah. One thing I will say about these kind of, like, remaster packages, and it's sort of the same thing with the um, Crash Bandicoot one where they they bring out, like, um, you know, a pack. Like, it's one disc that's got the series mm. on it. I kind of always find them a little bit overwhelming because I always feel like... I should start at the start, but then knowing that you've got just, like, a whole other game there on the disc and, like, kind of feeling like you have to switch, you know, between, like, kind of, like, wanting to dip into mm. sort of all two or three or whatever it is at once. I kind of wish they'd do, like, a remaster where it's just, like, the one game that's just got elements of all. If it's a remaster, just have elements of all of them just bedded into the one thing. I Tommy, don't know. No.
0: No, <laughs> don't let them know that you would be willing to pay for them to break all of these remakes <laughs> into separate fucking games. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I no, also no, no. these I are mean, both
0: these are very short. I, games. No, yeah, the like, opposite. You can get through yeah. all this.
2: I think Tommy wants the opposite. He wants them to remove some yeah, of the content the and combine it all into one package where you get less actual gameplay for the same amount of money. No, <laughs> no, mean, no, no. That's what I'm I
1: saying. Want all is that of it he's just in one big overall thing. Yeah, it's like... But that's what this so is. That is what this like, is. So yeah, what are you talking about? That's exactly what this is. What? No,
0: but, Did you take a fucking kickflip I mean, like to the head <laughs> in real life? A big, <laughs> a big, old, a big old fucking yeah. board? Yeah.
1: But I mean, isn't this a thing where like on a... It's like you, you the first thing you see when you turn it on is like you choose whether you're playing like Tony Hawk 1 or Tony Hawk 2, right?
0: I don't know how it works for this one, but there was Tony Hawk 2X on the Xbox which was only released okay. to the United States of America. Right, mm-hmm. and all to the Xbox. Mm-hmm. But uh, that just had all of the levels in kind of the one menu and just combined the games. And I'm assuming that's what this one's going to do. That is also just, right.
2: Yeah, what I assume Knox, Because it is a sports game, this isn't Crash Bandicoot where there's a, 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 narr- mm. or like a loose narrative and a series of levels that increase in difficulty. I kind of mm. assumed this was all... Uh, all um, fucking levels What's what would you call them you know, all maps <laughs> all skaters yeah, yeah. Uh, all customization uh, it's actually but the even only even if it was the only game that I've ever given a fuck about a high score in I, I remember really genuinely yeah having that countdown mm. timer and
0: wanting to hit a high score even if it mm. was yeah broken out into separate games why would that make a difference because you're still playing through the levels in an order and it, like if you get a game and you're like why can't I go to the last level now <laughs> Break that out into a separate game. Let me buy yes. just the last level. Yes. And just play that one. I'm overwhelmed.
1: No, I mean, yeah, I mean, I find i What hard do you mean there's four hours of gameplay in like here? One Give me one hour and then
0: break it out.
1: <laughs> what do you mean earlier when you're feeling negative and combative at the moment? I'm not seeing evidence of that at all.
0: <laughs> you're overselling yourself. I'm, this is self care. This is me letting it out. This is me dealing I, with it. I understand it with Crash Bandicoot
2: though, Tommy. Like I know what you mean. Like I, I yeah, that's I, I would happily pay fifteen bucks just to get Crash Bandicoot one remastered. I did have that, I think exactly the same temptation and I did it when I bought that remastered pack of like playing a few levels of one, jumping over to two, being like, Oh, this is actually better. It has more stuff in it, trying a bit of three, going back to one, not really knowing where to put my time, but this is the perfect game for it. Like, Yeah, like I said, it's more of a sports game. Yeah, for sure. You can just jump around and do different stuff. Yeah. Hey, you can jump around and do tricks. That's what the game is. That's the core mechanic <laughs> of the game, <laughs> jumping around.
1: Yeah. I guess it, it's the same with just like when two big things that I want to play come out on the same yeah, day. Like yeah. I have a hard time like... Really, really enjoying something, knowing like, oh, should I, should I chuck on that other one mm-hmm. Cons- mm-hmm. and see what that's like? Should I like dip into those other? Anyway, whatever. <laughs>
0: You're looking at a pair um, of boobs and being like, which one do I start with? <laughs> I uh, yeah. Why don't yeah. you only have one? Yeah. Do,
1: which one's yeah?
0: Which one's Lefty- bigger? I
1: need to do my <laughs> thorough examination.
2: <laughs> Le- yeah, lefty's bigger, but the first righty has
0: better features, so uh, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> I guess I just I don't I don't have that I have the opposite problem where even if there's something that is like a sequel or whatever that's coming out on its own I feel compelled to go back and play through everything before it to... Lead up to it Do you know what I mean And like wreck it for myself Oh uh, you
1: idiot What's wrong with you <laughs>
0: I'm, I'm coming into this Saying I'm an idiot though I'm not coming into this Saying yeah. Here's a smart business idea I think you're <laughs> I, I think- didn't say that at all <laughs> I'm pretty sure your words were I, Here's an anti-consumer idea That I've come up with <laughs> You're wagging no, well, your it, finger It actually end.
1: ended up being It ended up being perfect because I said, I wish it was like this. And then you guys informed me (laughs) that it is is actually going to be like this. So this is a positive story where you guys have made my dreams come true. You two have made my day incrementally better.
0: (laughs) I'm willing to bet that tomorrow, the day before the game comes out, there is going to be an announcement from Activision saying we've just found out we can split this into two, <laughs>
1: <laughs>
0: and you're going to wreck it for everyone. Um, but it's I like so the
1: anti, it's like the anti-make a wish. Like yeah. it's not like I'm sick and I get <laughs> a wish. The, it's the, like it's the, I'm he- this kid's healthy and we want to fuck him over. Yeah,
0: yeah. It's it, make a wish, It's make a
2: wish, but you make a wish on a monkey's paw. <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> that's if you if you just walking around the street looking for kids who look like they're breathing a little too comfortably, yes. going up to the beer like, yeah. "What's your nightmare, Pooh kid? Smart. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'll make it happen."
2: <laughs> oh, that's,
1: a, that's great. The Make a Nightmare Foundation <laughs> for healthy children to fucking just bring them down. It's like it's too hard to make sick kids feel better. <laughs> so what we can do is just level the playing field and make healthy yeah. kids feel worse. We had to
0: shut down the whole fucking city to pretend mm-hmm. this kid was Batman. Man. So instead, we're just getting every other kid and telling them their parents are getting divorced, and now we've saved like six million dollars. It's awesome. Um, it, because of that urge to play the the thing previous to the thing I actually want to play, I've been playing through Destiny One again recently. Oh, okay, right? Because I wanted to go back to Destiny Two and play all of the shit that they're going to delete. Just the fact that they're taking it away. I wasn't probably ever going to play it if it had stayed in that game. But now that I know it's leaving, I want it more than ever. Mm. Which is mm. the case with games and with... <laughs> anyway. But... Say it. <laughs> no. Say it. <laughs> Everyone understands where that was going. <laughs> but so... this is more. I've been playing Destiny 1 again, and it still is the exact same game. There's no point in reviewing it again, but the shooting in that is still fun. Mm. And... Uh, it it's it's still really weird and uh, slightly bad in a bunch of other ways, but uh, the point is to go through that because I've got enough time as well now to just fucking play through the main stuff of Destiny again before Destiny two. The point is that I'm going to lead up into playing all the Destiny two shit, mm. and then that actually will be new stuff, and I can be the Destiny fucking guy, the Destiny Ooh. guy. Cool. That's my uh. fate. <laughs>
1: I've been playing. Um, I've been playing a game called Moon, which uh, mm. I think I mentioned last week. Has just come out on the Switch. It's a PlayStation game from 1997 that never got a Western release. It never got translated. Uh, so yeah, it's it's finally um, received an English translation and and other languages, I believe. But um, yeah, it was kind of a, a cult hit back in the day. Um, it's uh, playing through it I've only played a little bit of it but it's it's kind of not hard to see why it like at that time it it probably would have been considered too risky of a game to bring over to the west mm. because it's it's very strange it's uh I think it's 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 the tagline of it is it's a uh, r- remix RPG. It's basically mm. it's sort of a, a takeoff um, and a and a riff on the the tropes of RPGs. Um, the start of it is uh, you're a little you're a little kid playing this video game that is a very um, by the numbers RPG that you kind of control, but you're just basically um, like you don't do any actual combat in this first section mm. of it. You're just kind of like clicking through. It's just basically setting the scene. Very tropey. You're a hero going off to defeat a dragon. There's a town. You talk to some townsfolk. They all have very, um, you know, paint by numbers um, bits of dialogue of like, go hero, we all believe in you. Um, all that mm-hmm. kind of stuff. Dr- you know, very much drawing on the the tropes of, um, especially uh, back in the like kind of mid-90s. Uh, RPGs, hero kind of goes off, kills a kills a couple of baddies. Uh, off in a off in a field. Um, the the little kid in the game then he stops playing the game. He gets sucked into the game, and is now a ghost who uh finds his grandma who um seems to remember him uh, from having passed away quite some time ago, and you then. The the main mechanic is you are kind of as this ghost kid following around in the path of the hero that's in the game and after he's killed these enemies, you have to kind of bring them back to life by finding their spirits and kind of catching them. And so the basic loop of it is you have this energy meter that dictates kind of how far of a radius you can go from this little house that you live in and the more good deeds you've done and the more you build up this meter the further out you can go so you kind of have this very narrow thing to start with you have to kind of find the little like uh you have to build up your love meter by doing nice things for people by bringing these creatures back to life and then the more of that you do the bigger your meter gets and then obviously like more of a radius you can travel in, meaning that, you know, you can reach further edges and do more of these uh, tasks. Mm. That's kind of what it seems to be. It's pretty complex. Um, it's I've just discovered, like, right before we started recording this, that they, the company that's put it out scanned and translated uh, the manual and put it up. Because oh. it is very of its time in that, you know, this is an era where, you know, a game often came with a manual that you, you know, would have to kind of look through to figure out certain mm. things about it. Um, it's a straight up port so it doesn't really um, for better or worse it's very of its time like Is it 2D it, you know, or, do, or 3D? You, uh it's 2D. It's like uh, it's like top down yeah. so it's yeah. um yeah it's kind of it's sprite based. Yeah. Um so yeah I mean it 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 Kind of playing through it, it, it you know, it, it would be awesome if they had just done a full, like, remake of it. Right. Uh, like, it, it does you, – you do have to forgive it a lot in a lot of areas because it's from 1997. Like, right. the movement is a little slow and a little clunky, but it's got a really cool art style. It's got a really, like, weird tone and vibe and personality to it. And, yeah, I want to study this manual and really push through with it because it's um, – yeah, it's doing a lot of it's doing a lot of really weird, different stuff, and it's it's not hard to see how people kind of really took to it um, yeah. in Japan when it came out because it's it's really like flipping the whole sort of tropey stuff on its head. This it's cool. sounds cool.
2: Yeah, a lot of um, comparisons to Undertale in the stuff that I've read about it. That's sort of like non-combat, um, yeah, and also very meta. Like it's it's like you said, it you know it starts with the, uh, the framing device of someone playing a game. It's Obviously, ripping on the tropes of RPGs, but yeah, this is something yep. that came out what twenty-three years ago. This is this is like mm. um, a, a really early forebear of the kind of um, what was a Doki Doki Literature Club, an Undertale. Yeah, the games that are deconstructing gaming as as a as an art. Well, form. even
1: yeah, even an indie game kind of right. thing. like you know, in, in the in the way of like. Yeah, being a little, like, outside the box. Like, even the very start of, like, the game within the game that you're playing, it brings up a bit of text, giving you a bit of backstory, and it quickly, you know, you go to one page and then you go to the next page, and it starts moving really quickly. And then there's a, you know, there's one page it's just, like, this huge, huge block of text that it gives you, like, two seconds to read because it's just the most bullshit. And then the dragon plunged the land into dirt. You know, it's just, like, super, like, really, you know, overdone. Mm kind of stuff and like even the when you're the kid playing the game the villagers are all giving you very dull um two lines of dialogue of just like sunny day today Mm. isn't it and then when you go into the game you can tell that they're the same villagers but they look different like they've got like a different kind of more interesting sort of fucked up looking design and when you talk to them they have heaps more personality so when you're actually within the game all of a sudden this like, you know, it's almost like a, um, I don't know, like a Toy Story Wreck-It Ralph kind right. of thing where you're seeing like behind the scenes of like what these characters are really like outside of just when someone's playing the game. Like their actual real lives are, are sort of like a lot better written and are, they're a lot funnier. And yeah, it's 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 well worth a look, but this you do have to be very forgiving of the fact that it's... Straight up a twenty three year old mm. game, yeah.
0: With, with no, this sounds right up my alley. Cause cause yeah, I've got a, I've got a high tolerance for for older games and sort of sinking back into that. If they did do a full remake, you know what they could do is split it up yes. into like eight different parts. Yes, that's smart. And then you could just <laughs> sell yeah. every. <laughs> yeah, this looks cool as. Yeah, I have it's not cool. I heard could, I could- almost anything about this as well. I feel like.
1: Yeah, it was. Um, I read about it. There was a. I think it was maybe an. Like an. Maybe it was a Nintendo Direct last year. Yeah. And right. it was. It was. I don't think. It, it was mentioned in the Japanese one. But not in the one in the. So it was like a Nintendo Direct had just been on. And then there was a. I read a story somewhere about, like, why wasn't this game mentioned in the English language uh, Direct when the whole thing that the Japanese one was mentioning was, hey, it's coming out, and also we're translating it into mm. English. <laughs> so right. it just looked so weird to me, and the art style is kind of right up my alley, so it's sort of been on my radar um, since then. So, yeah, I uh, look, yeah, I know we mentioned at the start of the episode that we're um, – Spinning our wheels a little bit here So maybe it wasn't the worst thing in the world To have a great game That the description of which Took me nearly 15 minutes to get through <laughs> um, I could I could see both your eyes glossing over But um, it really is so fucking weird That you kind of do just need to
0: It was the bit where you were like Go
1: through uh, the whole
0: When you were like And then you meet your grandma And all of that <laughs> yeah. I was like Is he just Is this like a brown M&M's <laughs> thing Where he's throwing in weird words To make sure we're paying attention
1: <laughs> I
2: was I was just paying attention you press it up, up And he walks
1: up on the screen <laughs> <laughs> yeah. The yeah. ghost
2: thing and the life meter. But that's all cool because it is like, yeah, a twist on. I was, yeah, I was waiting for the like, how is this related to Undertale in a, in, in. Because Undertale is like, you can avoid combat or you can, you can do different things to make your way through an RPG style game. I guess with Persona as well, you know, right. you can, you don't have to fight every enemy, you can recruit them. And uh, yeah, it mm. sounds like it's not just sort of the mechanics that are. Like a comment on RPG tropes. It's it's everything about the game almost.
0: I don't know uh, if yeah, we mentioned this I haven't this really as gotten well, up to
1: any bits that are combat based yet. So right. I don't know if you do any kind of even anything approaching RPG style mm. combat, but not in the bit that I've seen. Sorry. Uh, I, don't I don't would imagine
0: off. that. Well, yeah, this it like Toby Fox, who made Undertale, said that this game specifically was like a big influence right. on making Undertale. Yeah, right. So it's not a coincidence. Yeah. Um, It's cool that there's the the, the PS1, for some reason, and I guess the Saturn as well, there's a bunch mm. of Japanese games, especially RPGs, that were never translated, Mm. and people make translation patches for them and shit that you can run in an emulator, but this is one Mm. that I'm just looking at now that there were multiple attempts and they all kind of fizzled out, so it's cool to have this in English.
2: I wonder why they yeah. fizzled out. It could it's- be maybe because it's so humor-based, it seems like. It's man. really,
0: yeah. yeah. Those, those translation and, like, patching and emulation and all of that sort of, like, scene, man. <laughs> yes. There's a lot of... Uh, I mean, everyone's doing it for no pay and as a hobby, mm. and there's mm. a lot of... Um, different reasons why, but people burn out of that or like go, all right, well, fuck you all. I'm not doing it anymore Mm. because like there'll be too much pressure put on them or it'll be like people will start being shitty about the quality of it or there'll be some fucking infighting bullshit. And yeah, so much stuff. And not that anyone's wrong to do it because uh, it intersects so much with where people are at mentally, mentally, Because you know, if you're if you're the type of person to sit down and make a translation of a 1997 PS1 game in your free time for mm. fun, I'm willing to bet that yeah, you might be a little sensitive to a joke sometimes as well. Mm. I reckon those are personality types <laughs> that I- intersect. Yeah. Mm. or not even a joke. You you might people. Interested in that shit, like me, might be a little unnecessarily negative and drive you out of it, (laughs) (laughs) Tommy. You fucking idiot. So, (laughs) (laughs) yeah, it's it's really sad. On this
1: translation is uh, Tim Rogers from Kotaku, uh, like an old Kotaku writer, and Mm. like I think, yeah, the other challenge too is that uh, often with the kind of translating anything into another language, every language has its kind of like idio. Syncratic things about mm. it where it you don't just need to be able to read the language and translate it you sort of almost need to be a writer yourself because you're going to have leaps where it's like there's no direct translation for that or this phrase is conveying a vibe right. that the direct translation doesn't get across so I've got to now make the leap and not just be straight up translating this I've got to basically write my own dialogue for this Section, yeah, because there's no way of just copying it straight across. The best um, people to
0: hire I, for that job yeah. would be people like me, who every essay they ever wrote in uni <laughs> was essentially plagiarised but just completely rewritten. <laughs> so you just go like, <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. right, <laughs> sure. right. I can. I, <laughs> you can take intent and and reword it into different uh, phrases. Yeah. Very well if you have to do it. Okay, thanks, right. thanks Adam for you're this capable um, of learning. For the
2: translation of Moon and RPG remix. We'll just run it through Turnitin and uh, if it's all clear, we'll be able to put the game out <laughs> in English.
0: <laughs> nah, I translated this and went to uni back in two thousand and ten, so I'm fine. <laughs> oh. <laughs> they didn't have it yet, I don't think. Um,
1: I love um I love when things are just like um yeah, straight up uh the the translation is like very direct and literal like so you know playing through persona 5 and playing it in english like uh you know english voicing and everything it's always so funny when there's like multiple bits in it where there'll be a character who goes to like one of the other characters whoa you speak english like there's a bit where they go to hawaii and they're like getting and to do everything because it's mm. like well you're the only one of us that speaks english it's like whoa dude like you're all don't you get it you're all speaking english at the moment (laughs) it's like so bizarre that it's just like yeah they've just got to do it direct like they can't pretend that they're not japanese because the whole fucking thing is set in tokyo
0: that's the other thing when you see that stuff about the translations not necessarily working in english is when you do see them just directly translated everyone's like oh i get it it's japanese it's fine. Yeah. yeah, this is set yeah, yeah, yeah. in Japan with Japanese people. I get that. I don't necessarily understand every reference, mm. like with some of the yakuza yeah. games and stuff like that. How they never translated them because they're like, well, they wouldn't understand the cultural references in the West. It's like, can't I don't understand anything? Give it to me <laughs> anyway. I don't understand Western <laughs> games. It's, this isn't an it would issue. Be funny with- <laughs> if um,
1: it would be funny if when they. When they brought it over to the West, they like see that The Sopranos is really popular, and they're like, okay, people kind of understand these kind of mob rule things. So they'll understand the concept of Yakuza. But then if they'd brought it over and translated it and just got like Italian Americans to do all the voiceovers (laughs) for
0: it, they're like eating a ramen bowl in a restaurant, going like, this is some good gubba (laughs) ghoul. That's exactly
2: what I was going to say. (laughs)
0: <laughs> I was actually going to say sushi, but <laughs> yes. <laughs> All right, that's
1: our next. Um, that's our next pack style. Keep that for uh, our next little thing yes, we can put together. Yes. Just to quickly say, that.
0: on that stuff with the people in the emulation and stuff as well, it is like it is so fucking genuinely toxic sometimes. And the translation things, because I've looked into uh, at the forums and never participated mm. in anything there with this stuff, because you know fucking old shit and not being able to play it is something that really gets my dumb ass. Going so uh, that <laughs> they people who stop doing it absolutely have legitimate reasons sometimes, and sometimes are being dicks about it. People who tell people how the quality of their work is sometimes being legitimate about it and sometimes being dicks about it, but it's a very heated atmosphere, right? In, in those uh, right. sorts of circles for some fucking reason. Mm. I don't know I don't know why. Which is a shame. Well I do I have a guess Which as to why, a but I'm not gonna it's yeah, such a guess pure too. <laughs> <pursuit>. <laughs> yeah.
1: <laughs> <laughs> it's such a pure pers- thing to yeah, pursue. Yeah. It's like there's no, no financial gain or anything like that. It's just like right. hey, this game rules. People outside of this country haven't been able to play it and would really enjoy mm. it. I, I just you know, want people to be able to experience
0: The thing that often happens, and it's the same with translations and emulation of stuff and like even websites that are, like, trying to pirate games and all of that sort of shit, the thing that seems to create conflict most often is that two of them will start doing the same thing, and then one of them viciously (laughs) competes with the other one for no profit or gain or anything other than fake fucking internet clout, Mm. you know. So it's that that I think starts to drive people. There was an emulation guy called Bu B-Y and then two U's, um, who made right. really good emulators for, like, the Super Nintendo and shit, who recently said, like, I'm quitting everything and deleting everything because people keep sending me genuine threats. It's, and I don't understand why. I don't understand what would ever trigger you to threaten someone who because they were developing a fucking Super Nintendo emulator. Mm. It's such a weird... Yeah. I mean, aside from like, Nintendo,
2: obviously... The threat's there. Well, it wasn't even Nintendo.
0: Right. Exactly. If it was <laughs> Nintendo coming along and saying, hey, guess what? We're Nintendo. Fuck you. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Then it'd be like, well, yeah. that We're gonna makes fuck a We're going to fuck your mom, loser. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. We're going to send you anthrax, bitch. But like, <laughs> <laughs> when it's just fucking random people on the internet being cunts to each other, mm. uh, I guess it's just what happens everywhere. We're doomed. Yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah. so um, to go back to it, yeah, I, I definitely uh, recommend checking it out. But uh, I think I think it's like twenty bucks or so. Um, right. You Definitely have to give it. Like one of the f- things I found very frustrating with it is like like I said, you get this this uh, this meter that dictates um, how how far because you have to go to sleep every night to kind of replenish yourself. So. Um, the meter dictates Thanks for the how life far advice, out Tommy. you can go, and I've
2: just been fucking <laughs> just powering through. It's really it is it's starting to affect my emotional state, <laughs> but um,
1: <laughs> okay. It does get um, it does get kind of frustrating because you'll you know you start to move a bit slower when the meter gets lower, and so you go okay, well I better get back to the house. And a couple of times I've been like in the front door, but then it's like, and I'm like. Next to the bed, about to get in, and then the meter hits zero, and then you hit game over, oh. and you have to do that whole bit again. And it's like, right, I'm fucking there. Like, come on, yeah. you know what I mean? Just things like that. Where if they made it now, it would be a bit more of a zone. It would probably be a bit more, you know, there'd be a little bit more concessions to like. If well, you, you know, had you'd, just, you'd if you had saved up
0: there. three months' worth of extra time just to have as a windfall. At all <laughs> times, then you'd have been fine mm. if anything went wrong. You should just have had three mm. months of time saved up. Mm. So that's on you actually. <laughs> Asking for time handouts. But
1: yeah, that's uh that's moon. Mm. Check cool. it out, I reckon. Good game. Uh what about you fellas? I already said the Destiny Destiny thing. I did a
0: bit of Destiny, and uh, that was the only thing I played for like a week. And not even that much of it this week. We've been busy. I uh, oh, I forgot to start playing this,
2: but I got Doom Eternal in the mail. Um, I want to play that before the end of the year because it could be, you know, up in up in my list of favorite games. Um, maybe potentially. Uh, I did maybe. I I did love Doom twenty sixteen. Um. But yeah, uh, I'm excited for
0: that. This is pretty... Uh, so I So I don't know if I remembered to mention it on this. I finished Doom Eternal not that long ago. Right. And it's super fucking different to the 2016 Doom. Mm. It's like almost a different genre of game where, you know, Doom was obviously a shooter. And this one is closer to like a Devil May Cry or something like that. It's more of one of those crowd management action type games so i'll be interested to see if it clicks with you
2: yeah okay um but i guess yeah like tommy i delved into the past this week not quite as far uh back to a game that we reviewed on the very first episode of filthy casuals um i decided to give metal gear solid 5 the phantom pain another crack um i we it's it's a little dated in a weird way i loaded it up and went to the main menu and was like, okay, I want to do a new game, but there is no way to do a new game. Well, oh, hang on. Slow down. Slow <laughs> slow okay. down. No, no
1: need to rush. To so speaking
0: of translation, can you turn this into English?
2: Brainiac. So my, all right. My grandma, she's my dead grandma's there. My life force is draining. Cause I'm too far yeah. from the house. <laughs> yep. Um, Okay. You have okay. to. Thank Six you. Six years
1: ago, I buy a PlayStation 4. I bring yes. it home. I unwrap the box. Now, I slide it out. There's an there's a power cord in there. I plug that into the wall. Then I plug the other end.
2: I'm four years old. I'm in preschool. The words new and game are written down on two separate pieces of paper. I try to sound them out. <laughs> <laughs> but no, it, it's it's. I think this is dated, right? You can't you can't start a new game or like load or anything like that without going into the PlayStation's like save game data repository and deleting that data. Like there's no way to start a fresh game without actually removing your save file from the PlayStation.
0: Oh, I see what you mean. Oh, really? Yeah.
2: That's weird. Um, and there's actually uh, a lot of, I don't know if that's, well, yeah, maybe it's not dated it, it, it's, it's, it, or, or just it's weird. weird. Cause there's a bunch of other shit that I noticed with Metal Gear Solid 5 about loading and saving that is just really shitty. Like you can't, Quit the game basically at any natural point that you would like to quit it. You have to like finish a mission, but also finish like every objective in it, and then start a new mission. Otherwise, if you load the game up again the next day, you might be loaded into like three quarters of the way through a previous mission. That like the is first is it not auto
0: saving all the time? Not all the time. I don't no. remember this from it at all. Like yeah, right,
2: it, I remember um i think this happened to me maybe the first time i played it ever was the prologue is about two and a half hours long and if you yeah. want to yeah. stop the doing like the game and make dinner for example uh at any point during that then when you start the game again you start the entire game again and this happened to me with this not with, with that um specifically Wait, but- are you are
0: you are you putting the PS4 and like the rest mode thing here, and then walking away. Are you? Po- what are you doing? Uh, I think
1: unplugging it, putting it back in the box, forgetting
0: smashing it up with a hammer. How to say up. the name of the console? <laughs> the
2: concept of <laughs> video games yeah.
0: leaving my brain. Get a
1: magnet. <laughs> yes. wipe it over. <laughs>
0: no, I think just like turning. Yeah, quitting the game. Like, <laughs> but that's. But the thing. don't do that. That I guess that's the thing is like if you're quitting the app as well, then yeah, but that's the pay- PS4 you can put in just the rest mode thing.
2: I I. I didn't, this didn't happen this time, but I know it happened to many people at, at the game's launch of like, uh, it's 90 minutes into the game. I need to go and do something. Um, mm. But I actually think I found this time there's no, there was no way to like quit. Like you couldn't even, there was the menu to go, like quit to title wasn't even there. Like you just had to keep going. Mm. Um, mm. It happened with this. Play through. I was like a few missions in. Like it wasn't at the prologue. I was like three or four hours in, and I there's like a short mission where you go to mother base and it's like oh here's how you like uh, extract people with the Fulton system and um, here's how you know you're like staff menu and shit uh, works. And at the end of that, it's like okay, now you jump on the the helicopter to start the next mission. And I was like, oh, okay, well, I don't want to do that. And I think that I saw an autosave thing pop up before. So um, I'll just quit the game. I want to play like some Crash Bandicoot or whatever. um, And when I come back, I'll be at the same point. But when I went back to it, the cutscene for that tutorial section started playing again. And I had to do only, you know, like 20 minutes again, but I had to do the entire 20 minutes of that mission again. When all I was trying to do was not start the next mission and be stuck in a whole nother, you know, 90 minute, Uh, Unleavable section Which it's Yeah it's I've never noticed In any (laughs) other game That I've ever played
1: This is This is the most Incredibly Mechanical review Of something I've ever (laughs) heard Well it's just (laughs) so Weirdly Specific focus (laughs) I mean I looked I
2: I googled it As it was happening And and there's like So many people Being like How do you save In this game And how do you Quit the game How do you It's so unclear
0: I guess it never occurred to me because I only played that game for the time that I played it. Right. And when I went to play it, I was doing it for longer at a time. Because, like, I playing it at the time, it was yeah, it was a new game. It's the only thing you're playing. But I could see how, I mean, on some level it sounds like you're turning it on for 10 minutes and going like, I'm bored. And just changing what you're doing completely. <laughs> yeah. And so the game's like, fuck, what do we do? Holy shit. But it it should always be possible for every game to always just suspend the state it's in and you come back to it immediately. Yeah, because like here in the future, especially for yeah. something
1: that's like open world and mission focused, that's, where it's like he's yeah. very like segmented and snappy, like that. That's but I that kind, feels I like a very of, Kojima thing, mm, where he's just like, why would you not just be locked mm, in yeah. for eight hours at a time? Yeah. I don't understand why anyone would not play a game like that.
0: I do sort of remember going back to Mother Base a lot because that would save it, and that's when I would stop or something
2: exactly that's what i'm doing i'm almost finding now like i'll take the
0: side missions because
2: i know that's going to be like 30 to 40 minutes i'll definitely be able to have a yeah save point at the end of it um but it's also like the only thing i'm disliking about the game that's i think why it's also yeah it's so strange and, and and idiosyncratic i thought it was worth mentioning because like fucking death Stranding's not like that um but yeah everything else about the game is fantastic like i'd forgotten how actually fun it is, how great the sound design is, how great the voice acting is, how, like, yeah, the graphics aren't as good as as recent games, but the storytelling is very cinematic, as silly and pulpy as it is at times. It's like, it's very artful. And, uh, uh, hey, you get reminded of that at the end of every mission because written and directed by Hideo Kojima comes up, scrolls through, moon, moon style, all the credits extremely quickly. But... um fuck it's fun like an open world stealth game that has so much detail and so much customization if you want it um is something that maybe i didn't give enough credit to at the time i might have been a little put off by the aesthetic or something but i maybe yeah having the time to sink into it and and appreciate like all of the menus and all of the options because there are a lot of menus there's a lot of things you can build and develop and stuff maybe enjoying death stranding and Almost like reverse engineering my understanding of how to play this game through that because like, Death Stranding has all right. those menus, all those development options. You can create all of those pieces of equipment, um, and it's a little slicker and a little easier to understand. And yeah, maybe applying that knowledge back to Metal Gear Solid Five, a game where you're not just taking packages around, you're shooting people and and sneaking in, and you know it's it's much more fun and exciting. That might have helped. That might have helped me get a grasp on what the game is because.
0: Yeah, now I'm, lo- I'm loving it. It's 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 great. I remember it having the most satisfying like fast running of like any game of this where he was just like duck, 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 mm. duck, just fucking mm. trucking. Yeah. He would just go, which was dope. Yeah. Um
1: Yeah, I've uh, I've got to sink into a full uh, Kojima game. Um, maybe when I'm done with Persona. What would you what would you recommend cuz I'm probably about the same length of time into both Death Stranding and Metal Gear Solid 5 which is you know not that much at all which mm. which would you guys recommend um, going into first
0: find some way to play Metal Gear Solid one or three maybe I I found I...
2: it impossible to go back to the early ones um, I tried I got whatever's what was available on the game Xbox game pass was it like one two and three or two and three? Maybe two,
0: two and three, I think, are in that HD one. I, yeah. I,
2: I, found them too, too dated. I, I, the controls are a little janky, a little, little slowish, um, not intuitive in terms of, yeah, how a game plays now or has played for the past five or six years. So. I think uh, yeah. even at
0: the time they were a little bit like you have to hold down like four trigger buttons to look through first person and, and aim your gun. Yeah. Kind of, or not four trigger buttons, but four different buttons.
2: Um, I've found five perfectly uh, uh, capable of, of understanding in, in a modern gaming context. It's The controls are what you think they mm. would be. Uh, it still looks very good. It plays smoothly. Um but yeah, like I, I the more time I sunk into Death Stranding, the more I became uh, enamored with it. So I, I'm, I'm a big advocate of doing it my way, which was yeah, playing the most recent one and then sort of using that goodwill to to go to back, go back yeah. to the previous one. Yeah,
1: yeah, I would, uh, yeah, I would like to, I would like to put more time into it. I mean, maybe you know what it feels like. It it feels like, like we've said many times on this show, that like there were a few game delays here and there in 2020. Um, And, you know, certainly a company like Nintendo seemed to have just given up on releasing games this year. But by and large, a lot of the big things that we're excited for, there's been some big releases this year. There's still a couple more to come. Gaming hasn't been too impacted this year by um, COVID, certainly not in the way that, um, you know, film and TV production Mm. has. But I feel like. Next year is probably the year where we feel that sting where it sort of looks like 2021, nothing is going <laughs> to be coming out. So maybe that's the time to, uh, you know, not have too many new releases coming out and, uh, you know, dedicate some time to dipping back in on something like Death Stranding mm. or, you know, finishing off a, finishing off a, um, a pile of shame. Mm. We'll see, I guess. Uh, well, do we have anything else on the docket for uh, this beautiful week? Um, First week of spring.
0: There's there's new video cards coming out. Oh yeah. But I guess maybe there's not too much to say on that that you couldn't get a better version of from like Digital Foundry or something who are going to fully show you every fucking minute detail of how these things work. <laughs> but roughly, it seems like the current generation of video cards for PCs, these are almost twice as good as. Mm. That's the general thing, but they're also fucking not cheap. So yeah, you know, do you want to get a secondhand car or a video card? <laughs> yeah, um,
2: I think there's a. I watched like a forty-seven second um, cyberpunk, GeForce uh, uh, visual demo. I think I assume it must be one of the new cards, otherwise, why they why would they have dropped it? But it it looks great. Yeah, it shows you shadows and reflections and all that shit. Um, But, I mean, yeah, then it's the position of, like, well, do I also need to get twice the amount of RAM I have on my PC
0: to also run everything else about the game fast enough? Probably not RAM, um, like, and probably not even a CPU. The video cards are, like, the big thing at the moment where bottlenecks are. So these might do a big job Mm. on even a little boy.
2: (laughs) Okay. (laughs) <laughs> okay, that's cool.
0: But yeah, I guess, like, man, I can already feel the dumb fucking pull of me going like, well, actually, it would kind of be journalism if you bought one of these because you t- technically are the host of a podcast. Well, not even technically. So, <laughs> I don't know. Maybe we'll talk more about them in the future. Mm. Um, what else
2: happened this week? Uh, Cruel Band's Career, I'm still playing that. That's a game that I'm still dipping in on. Pretty much every time I have a gaming session, it's the thing that I'll sort of use as a palate cleanser after I've yeah spent you know uh, two hours playing Metal Gear Solid Five. They've added on both Steam and Switch an easy mode, which uh, is oh, okay. very much cool. required, I think, for someone who doesn't have perhaps uh, the impetus of a video game podcast to like keep playing it until you can get past the first level because it was really hard uh, to begin with. Um, aside from that, though, I'm still just playing it. I've I've almost got all the way through it in in a run now. It's really fun. It's sort of like a Tetris game where if you dig that puzzle aspect of it, it's just really fun to sink a bunch of time into. Still, yeah, highly recommend a, a yeah. game that was like five bucks.
1: I got to put more time mm. into it. Oh, I um I had a bit of a sesh on uh, Manifold Garden the other mm. day after we talked about it on the yeah. pod, and uh, I I mentioned where I was up to. Yes. And uh, you mentioned Ben when you work out what to do, you will kick yourself. Well, I worked out what to do, and if I didn't, then immediately fire up the old foot for a bit of self-kicking. Because yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, yeah, right, it's right there. Yeah. Um, yeah. And then, yeah, now I'm, I'm now, you know, as is often the case with these games, I'm now on another bit where I'm like, well, I can't see myself ever solving yeah, this. Yes. <laughs> yeah, yes. And I imagine I'll have a very similar experience <laughs> in uh, maybe another half an hour of playing. But um, it's great. Mm. really recommend that game um, if you like that sort of, uh, yeah, like a little mind-bending kind of puzzle sort of stuff. Uh, yeah, maybe that's w- us done for another week.
0: I reckon. Yeah. Tony Hawk and fucking Marvel probably next week. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, hopefully yeah. a week of 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 mindfulness mm-hmm. and and mm-hmm. sunlight walks. The weather's starting to get a yeah. little better here in Melbourne. Yeah. I'm gonna try and be very fucking zen from now on. Mm-hmm. That's my plan. Is I'm gonna uh, we're nearly we're on the back little part of this particular lockdown, and then there'll be more, <laughs> yep. and then more people will get sick again, and then it'll be <laughs> this'll go on for years. <laughs> yeah. But in the meantime, hey. Aren't flowers? You know, that's something. <laughs> yeah, flowers. You ever yep. seen one of them? <laughs> yeah, let's go. What are the colours? Baby, a
1: yeah, yeah. bit
0: of a smell. I can't Why, wait to. Uh,
1: I can't wait to chuck the doors and windows open here, crank up some punk music, and the sound of wheels hitting the pavement. <laughs> yes. and have it so loud that I get kicked out of my apartment <laughs> building. That's my. That's yeah. my big spring plan. <laughs> <laughs> Um, All right, check out our uh, presentation at PAX, um, September the 16th, 10.30pm Pacific Time, Channel 3, but I'm sure you can find all the information about that on the PAX website. Uh, Also, the Bandcamp, we have the premium episodes up there. We've got heaps and heaps Mm. of them. Pay what you want for them. A couple of them you can get for free. The others are like, I think, a dollar minimum. Uh the Patreon you can get a bonus episode every week where we are currently um do it going through the films of Oh yeah Paul Thomas Anderson. It's the uh, Paul Thomas Paul Thomas <laughs> Anderthon or all <laughs> Thomas Anderson. Oh uh, yeah. Or, oh yeah. Yeah. Uh, I think that was it. Yeah. yeah. Oh we're getting um, P yeah, T A
2: S D. That's another great one.
1: Yes. Yeah, that's it. That's it. Yep, yep. Um, there have been heaps of fun. But, yeah, if, you, if you're not on the Patreon, you can sign up now. You can get all those back episodes, including we did a look at the uh, the early thousands. We did the 90s mm. in pop culture. Um, yeah, heaps of fun over on there. So check all those things out, filthycasuals.com.au. Thank you very much for joining us. Uh, hope everyone's doing safe doing safe, (laughs) staying safe, doing okay. Keep happy. Uh, We'll see you next week. It is important. You need to put uh, actual
0: mental effort into it. Remember that, that you you can't just expect it and you need to remind yourself vocally and on record (laughs) that you need to pay more attention to it.
1: (laughs) Uh, We'll see you next week, and as we say here at the end of every episode of Filthy Casuals.
0: Parts two and three of this podcast that normally would have been included for free, we've actually split up this week, so if you want to find them, you can go to the PlayStation Store and just give us some extra money. It's a great idea. (laughs) Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High-quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince.